Welcome to Genso Radio Live number 117 this evening. It is June 25th, the year 2022. I am Lunar, here with one DMJ654. Hello! And it's gonna be a good show tonight. We've got nothing but new music, aside from the sort of in-between background music you're hearing now. This is from Flatfrog, but... Yeah, nothing but C99 and Retai Sai music for this show. It's going to be a good one. Uh, most of the stuff, actually, yeah, most if not all, depends on how far we get, of the music that we're going to be playing tonight is from 2020 or newer. So from this decade, which is really cool because I don't think we've had a show where we've done that before. So yeah, we're going to do it. I think we've tried before, but we were like, we couldn't get them the, the right years together. I don't know if we have tried before, actually. <laughs> I, I think we've tried once, like we, way earlier, but it wasn't like... Would have been like from before the decade started or... Yeah, it would be like... So I want to say it was around one of the one of the day one of the early days when I was on. I think we tried it for um, either uh, Red Tie Sai or Comic Hat. We tried to get a hold of like a bunch of new music for that. Okay. And it just we could we couldn't get everything, so we were just like, well, we only got two albums. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a concerted effort, but it was in vain. There was some effort. But yeah, the music we have this evening, um, a couple of these circles in particular, I'm quite excited about because it's been quite some effort trying to get them together, uh, find them and get them over here. Uh, one of those circles is Aquablend Server, the other is Caprice Minstrel. We finally have something from the Irish Pub series here. Uh, it's their their second Irish Pub, so Irish, Irish Pub 2. Uh, the first one I tried getting back in 2019, I think and it ended up falling through. The person that we contacted at the time to try to pick that one up for us didn't in the end, and I haven't been able to find it anywhere since, so that was kind of like my shot, right? But I got the second one, so hey, finally something from them, finally able to support them a little bit. Other circles we have this evening are, uh, well, music from Felt, Hatsunetsumiko's, Liz Triangle, what the heck, didn't they say they were gone? <laughs> their album is literally called Returner. Like it's, you know, like they're saying, "Hey, like they're trying, like we're back, we're back." <laughs> uh, what was it? it? It's like uh, all those like post humorous albums when when an artist dies, but they like they always like put like an ambiguous name to make it seem like like they're still putting out albums. Yeah, what? maybe. I mean, to, to be fair, I'm pretty sure Kazutora was still around making stuff but for yeah now there's a loose triangle thing so whatever um arty sounds rolling contact shiba on records shane raban show space electro and tumaneko and for those of you who are maybe listening to the recording of this but the next month's show hasn't happened yet we will have stuff from dmj's batch his half his side of the box if you will uh probably next month so that stuff's pending yeah yeah yeah, that's that stuff is currently spinning up. I got a lot <laughs> that I gotta go through, and there's also more albums here that you don't know about that I got for my birthday this month. Oh gosh, okay, well, that's that's cool. <laughs> I got a uh, Tenabata album, mm. Buta Otome. Okay, I'm trying to figure out who this one is. 
because their their logo is super tiny when it's in English. Yeah. Um, thousand stories. Thousand stories. Cool. Well, you know, some of I think that one. I'm not sure if we have anything from them yet. The others, I'm pretty sure we do. So that's cool. Um, it's uh, wonder how anyone's able to keep track of all of this, but that is part of what we do at the radio station. So we try to keep track of it, let you know where you might be able to find it, all that good stuff. So yeah, that's part of the deal. But by the way, if anybody's got a line on a bookshelf that can perfectly fit CDs, please, for the love, for the love of all that is holy, please send it my way. I need it. I bought a 100 CD rack and I filled it within two months. Yeah. <laughs> I have more CDs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's taking over. I have boxes outside of my room. I mean, I, I just repurposed like this really big, nice looking display shelf. It's meant for, like, displaying things, you know? Like, I'm, I, you probably have something like this in your house where you just have, like, an area where there's sort of, like, trinkets or nice things, you know, like like pot- like like ceramic pottery or something, like, you know. Oh, yeah, we have a built-in that does that. Yeah, like, stuff like that. I have something like that that's, me- you know, kind of meant for the same thing. Or, I guess, whatever, it's meant you can hold stuff on it anyway. Uh... I would call it a, a bookcase or bookshelf, but right now, um, at least, well, eh, it's kind of hard to say because some stuff is still in boxes, but uh, two of those shelves are completely occupied with nothing but music at this point, and that's not counting the boxes. That's like another couple shelves at least, so it's uh, kind of ridiculous, but hey, you know, that's, again, well, part of what we do here at the station, so... So other than the new music, we've got some other stuff we're going to talk about this evening. New stuff rolling at the station. This episode is titled Indigo, and there's a very good reason for that. We'll be talking about what that is. We'll be introducing something that we teased several months ago. Uh, You may remember what it was if you follow us on Twitter, and if you don't, you'll learn more about it this evening. Do you... yeah, what's up? How, how funny would it be if, you know, I were to tell you that we are actually recording live from the green room right now? Um, no, because you put us in Indigo. <laughs> I know. I was just like, I th- in my mind, I was just like, Indigo. Indigo. Oh, yeah, that's right. We need to make sure that we are in a studio before the b- Before the show this evening, I d- usually... Folks will start out in a channel on Discord we call the Green Room. It's an industry standard term, makes sense of what it was, or what it does and what it is. Uh, And normally we'll do mic check, sound check, that kind of thing. We'll move into a different channel called Studio Indigo. Now, DMJ, how long has this channel been named this? For as long as I can remember. Yeah, so it's been that way for a long time. Many years, probably. We also have another channel that's meant for, like, uh, other recording stuff if you want, but, um, well, yeah. no, one, no one really needs to know about that. We just name things after colors, and, uh, it makes sense. Yeah. So, but other, yeah, where, what were we talking about before? The colors, right. So, like, you know, yeah. t- tonight we started out in this channel because you were here, and so we didn't, we just did all the sound checks here, so whatever. That's cool. Le- legitimately, I thought this was a green room because I just, I normally click green room. I guess I fat fingered it and clicked it to go. Oh, good for you. Oh. <laughs> right. So we have 
some music on the way here. We've got some new music from, well, stuff that we don't have quite yet. Uh, Heon Daybreak, just a, really a, a few days ago, earlier this week, released the album Seasons. Uh, they haven't released an album in a while, so it was really cool to see something uh, come from them. When's the last time, other than Seasons, that they released something? You... I'm trying to think in recent memories, but... No, nothing's coming to mind. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think Seasons is the last one I remember. Yeah. And then Frozen Starfall, I was looking this up earlier. What was their latest album? It's actually a single, not really an album per se. And I know it had the Prism River Sisters on the cover. Uh, gosh, what was it? I have to actually look it up here. It is uh, Final Legacy, uh, our new single, Final Legacy, uh, an amazing remix will be released on Bandcamp and Spotify on May 20th. So that was technically last month, but that's out there as well. So cool stuff. Uh, tonight we will hop into some new music. Of course, the first song we had at the intro here was something from Hatsune Tomiko's off the album Slow 2. We recently introduced, uh, well, I guess the first album, Slow, and that came from DMJ and company, so that was cool to find, and I ended up picking up the second one, so we're kind of trading stuff here. We're, we're, we're trading blows or whatever, you know. Um, like, uh, also, <laughs> something that kind of surprised me, I was the one who ended up picking up Ark Brown's, um, like, remaster CD or whatever, and mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute, DMJ, why, why aren't you getting this? Mostly because I'm actually running experiments right now. Oh. I'm doing, I'm doing this, um, side-by-side, these weird side-by-side -side comparisons, because the new... I don't know if I'm comfortable calling it a review. Hmm. It's more of like a should you buy. Oh. But but um, it's a side-by-side -side comparison of the original tracks as they came out on the album versus a flack versions of the songs I already have, which I have a, a majority of them, but um, not all of them. Mm -hmm. So I'm only going to be touching on those albums, plus the retouched audio, and I'm trying to compare, okay... What is new instrumentals? What is uh, what's been kind of cleaned up with from compression? And what's really helping are these new headphones. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like night and day. Actually, you sound much richer um, in my ears now. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's th like these are way ba balanced better. Like they are, they got a flat. They're flat and I love them. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, I was going to choose a song just to start playing for this next break here but you know what i'm gonna open this up to you dmj because you probably know most of the songs that arc brown has done by name i would guess <laughs> maybe uh, good majority like, of like them. you know i i actually chose one initially that i don't think we have on any other albums so but if there's one in particular you want us to play uh for this next break here pick one choose oh. which would you like to hear I will always go to my favorite It's You. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. It's You by Ark Brown. Got to double check now because we have a couple different tracks named It's You. Got to make sure it's from the right one. All right, that <laughs> looks good. And uh, we'll go ahead and cue that one up, I suppose. Um, 
so in my opinion, DMJ, and I'd mm-hmm. love to hear your commentary after we come back from this, but they did really well, uh, like touching this up and kind of doing the remaster or, or whatever they're calling it. But uh, you know how some sometimes, uh, at least in the past, when I've heard this kind of thing happen with albums, they tend to overdo some things, like they get a little bit too tinny on the high side. They're, you know, uh-huh. it's like it maybe compression gets a little heavy or something. I actually think for the most part, most of the tracks on this album were done really well. And it, everything is just like clearer, actually cleaned up. The fidelity is uplifted. It's cool. So yep. I'm going to start this one up here and you let me know what you think. So this one is from Arc Ground. It's you. After that, we'll have something from <laughs> Liz Triangle, the album Returner. We'll be back right here in a bit and get so here to live in row 117.
Soki Radio Live number 117, Lunar and DMJ, your hosts, co-hosts, folks that are talking about things on this radio thing that you're listening to, or maybe podcast thing that you're listening to. It is live it is originally, live. so yeah. Whatever you, it's whatever you want. Mm-hmm. We are, it's... we can be what you want, I guess. Yeah. All right. Oh. We had some good stuff that uh, popped up behind the scenes here. So you wanted to talk about a Spotify thing? Okay, yeah, this was weird. So we were talking about History Begins, which is the album that I am currently reviewing and the album that 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 copy of It's You that we just listened to came off of. And what's really interesting about this is every song on this album has a thousand listens, except for Starlight Dance Floor, which has 21,000 listens. Hmm. And I want to know... What a starlight dance got picked up so hard by the Spotify algorithm. I don't know. Because that's normal. That's normal musician numbers. That's not Toho music numbers. That's normal musician numbers right there. Depends on who you ask, I guess, but sure. Well, yeah, I'm talking about in the context of Spotify. Yeah. In fact, you that's know, what that star, is. starlight was it starlight dance floor? Yeah, Starlight Dance Floor. Starlight Dance Floor, all right. In in the background here, it's it's this song. And I'm looking through, which, whoa, that's new. Hmm, what's new? Uh, I, if, uh, it's Spotify stuff. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hatsune Tsumiku, Hatsune Tsumiku's, uh, Hatsune Tsumiku's have more albums that have popped up, including Slow 2 on Spotify. Oh, okay, yeah. Wait, Slow slow 2 is already up there, then? Yep. Interesting. And I'm actually going to go look at that stats. It's actually just added today, because it has no stats. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so, it just so, popped up. So, let's see. How long did it take? When was Slow 2 released? What event? Was it Was it Comic Market? Retai Sai? Uh, I, I can't, I can't remember, right. but it, I, what's good about Spotify's it does at least tell you the year. So it came out that Slow 2's this year. 
um, this year. just got added. So if yeah. it was this year, it'd be Red Tie Asai, because the last comic market, it's always like the winter comic market's right before New Year, so usually. Wow. There's... Okay, so the the slow two, uh, slow two, uh, what is this one? Fairiness and slow all just got at it today. Okay. And that uh, love smile blood has already been on there again. Another outlier track on that one. Uh, and history begins was the other there. So that's now a total of five albums that are uh, or six albums. Six albums on the Hudson to be go page, which is pretty interesting that they are still adding music to their library on there. So uh, I'm wondering who controls the release on Spotify. Um, the answer is simple. It's TDMD. That's, well, I know it's TDMD, but I want to know. But I'm talking about like does Hatsune Miku's get a say on like what pops up on there and what doesn't, when, how? Because it seems like they're getting a lot of stuff together and dropping it all at once. Uh, so, actually, I'm hmm, counter to that. Once, when when TDMD, when Toho Digital Music Distribution, all right, TDMD is just my abbreviation because the first thing's, it's a mouthful. So, when they first started releasing music digitally, you know, we're talking Google Play Music and Apple Music or iTunes or whatever it was called at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, Google Play Music isn't around anymore, but... Uh, the when when they first released like their first big batch of of music you know from like the starter set of circles it was a relatively small number of circles they've since grown the number of circles that published through them but when they first did that it was sort of an initial publish like an initial push and then a whole lot of nothing happened for a long time and it is only fairly recently that i think they're starting to sort of get back on with sort of doing regular uh, propagation of music from the circles, like new music from uh, like circles and albums that they would have published or uh, produced at Comic Market or Retai Sai or Korumu or M3 or wherever, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And if you want more of this discussion, why don't you guys go over to the podcast section and after the show and listen to our last meetup? Yeah, actually. So we talked about this <laughs> yeah, yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, the the last meetup we had, uh, just for those of you who've been looking for it, um, it would have been published like last weekend. But um, I ended up having to do a couple of things. One, uh, just a small like edit. So this is technically V two, the version that got published to Patreon supporters. It was technically a little bit longer. There's just like a sound check I ended up cutting out of the final thing. But the other one is that as soon as I published the podcast up to our website it threw a 500 error because it didn't like the fact that i put a little and sign for dmj and lunar spotlight as the authors for that podcast i don't know why uh it does fine when that symbol is in every other place but whatever so i ended up having to take some time to fix it uh still that one we talked about uh the topic was digital holdouts and so the you know toho digital music distribution comes up in that topic in that discussion and we kind of talk about why cds are still as uh big a thing as they are when it comes to toho fan music and its availability to folks uh as it stands right now most music from you know fan artists fan arrangers who you know make this music they put it on cd it's like even if it's available digitally 
there's very, very likely a CD version of it because that's just the normal way that it gets published. And uh, you can listen to it to hear more about, you know, what I think and, and why I think CDs are still going to hang on to, to that part of this for, you know, a long time to come, even though CDs are pretty much phased out everywhere else. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good discussion, I think. Yeah, it, is, it, it was a really nice discussion to have. And actually, we're still kind of continuing it now because what's really interesting we were talking about while we were on a break is how sound quality has kind of like improved. Um, yeah, and not just through... technical sound quality. We're, we're talking like just the quality of, of music, instruments, vocals, um, you know, production, mastering, all that kind of thing. And this was actually really funny that we brought this up because last night um, I've been watching a lot of Nick Nocturnal. Mm. If you're a metal listener, you probably watch Nick Nocturnal at some point in your life as a reaction, uh, a reaction YouTuber or guitarist or whatever he mm. does. Um, but what's really interesting is they were talking about mix and how it's like, if you don't have a proper mix, then what are you doing? And they brought up a really good point, which was, you know, it's not it's not that hard for a group or something to put money together and just go get like a decent $200, like a $200 producer that will mix you a pretty decent album. Like, are you talking like, like freelance producer? Like, yeah, just just freelance, just somebody freelance on Fiverr or something like $200. And like, and it's mostly because like you could get that cheap and get something quality because the tools are increasing on the on the on the uh more of the consumer end because it's now mm. more and more like these you know bedroom producers that are just coming out of nowhere and putting out a lot of stuff is more accessible stuff. yeah yeah and i mean it's really there's a lot of good and i mean it's up to the producer to see to choose what tools they use but at the same time you know there are some standards that have gotten really easy to just pick up and grab and get going. I mean, there's a there's a a a, a thought in the gent genre that I tend to listen to. It's like basically, if you have an XFX plugin, you're pretty much can make any any gent you want, as long as you can throw it on a on a eight string guitar, you're fine. And XFX, I don't know what an XFX plugin comes in for. What's the price on an we're ta- XFX? We're talking software. Yeah, it's soft. It's software. Okay. It's a plugin for a bunch of stuff, but XFX plugin uh, featured artists. I mean, it kind of it kind of goes both ways. Like, there's stuff out there that's that's you know relatively cheap, very accessible, um, and then there's still stuff out there that is like. You know why does this box cost three thousand dollars or whatever you know so yeah but and but what's really nice to now like like i said during the um during the break there was a string like of time between 2012 and 2014 where every east new sound album that's coming out they were getting more and more what i would call a more modern sound where they Mm -hmm. were adding in dubstep they were adding in you know a lot of the stuff that was really pushing boundaries at the time on our end of stuff on like on the regular pop music side of things and just kind of mixing those elements in at one point i remember there was like a lot of whoops on a on an entire album i was like 
this is basically a Skrillex album. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what's really... Ow. Just hit my new cut on my brand new chair. Ow. Um, but what's really interesting to see here um, is this retouched uh, thing that uh, Hatsune Tamikus did where it adds this element of like these guitars now sound more pretty these drums sound more punchy and it sounds like a higher quality production but it's really just the master just just with little elements added to it and it really makes a difference um there's like this um this feeling of when i listen to these band camp bands Mm -hmm. uh that do uh toho music it's like wow they're putting stuff out that like periphery was doing back in 2011 in a studio yeah which is insane to think about because they used an entire studio and i think at one point we're recording out recording out of baltimore out of the sub studio that had like a bunch of leftovers from the beatles in it you know what's interesting is it Part of it, I again, I've said this before, but part of it is, I think, accessibility. Um, obviously, the cost of some things has come down over time, but think back to uh, like 2010, 2011, kind of when I was starting to get uh, into uh, running in Soki Radio or helping to run it at the time, uh, and we were doing live shows, but I had a, like, we were starting to do live shows, but I had a really basic desktop microphone. Um, you know, prior to 2010, where would I have gotten a, you know, somewhat, like, prosumer quality microphone? Microphone. From? Uh, I don't, you know, like, Guitar Center, maybe? Like, would that have been the right, I don't know, like... Is, you would essentially be like, uh, uh, go down to your local college and rent one out from the AV department, or go to the library and hope they have an av department you can rent one from yeah i mean like places like bnh did exist but you had to like be near one because it was a very brick and mortar store kind of time and then came amazon where now if you want to pick up a sure sm7b you can totally do that in like five minutes and it'll be on the way to your doorstep like <laughs> it's crazy you know amazon yeah. I use Sweetwater. I don't have to pay taxes. I have also used Sweetwater, but I'm just saying, you know. Speaking of which, I have their bag of candy here. Uh, just that I'm still munching uh, on from okay. my headphones. Ah, uh, okay. But here's the other thing I, ju- I was just thinking right before you started talking. Was mm-hmm. There's also this, there's now a lot of more, I, I don't know how to put this, but workflow or collaborativity or, or ways to collaborate better nowadays versus back then because i mean now you have discord you can now use the same platform to share files to share uh ideas uh you can even live stream off the same platform hold a conference call Mm -hmm. and i mean yeah the latency is not there but you will be able to collaborate better and i think that's what's also creating a lot better things because a lot of these uh groups are international it's no longer just like they are a western artist oh they yeah are an eastern artist we are starting to get a lot more of this the, we are starting to become more together when it comes to this like creating our art i mean um, whether it be drawing or whether it be music or whether it be games which we'll be getting into later yeah <laughs> but, and you know yeah. like that especially it can definitely be seen here as well where you've got say for instance 
a German circle who is publishing their work uh, physically at a market event in Japan, or say you've got like Hongong of Gensokyo that has like a whole bunch of artists that come in and collab to make yes. those albums, you know? And sometimes those albums are, 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 um, just like collections to kind of advertise these more international artists. I mean, you go listen to who is, uh, what was it? Uh, um, uh, Takamachi Walk. They're, they're international. If you go to their like their band camp, it says they're based out of Atlanta, but there's they got artists that are working out of Japan. Right. Yep. And that's I mean, I don't consider them Western or Eastern at that point. And yeah. <laughs> that's that's interesting actually, you know, like do you, if because like, typically I we, we refer to circles as like, you know, this circle is clearly based in Japan or this circle appears to be based in the US, but like do we really know until we dig into it a little bit? And that's where we're, I feel like we're, where you need to start like breaking the stigma of like, these are Eastern circles. These are Western circles. We need to start like, there's a Venn diagram that's slowly starting to merge together. It's becoming more of a circle over time. Yeah, we no longer have two circles. Yeah. We have a, a, an eight that's slowly becoming a, a zero. Yeah. And I feel like we need to kind of like really push that, um, especially when it comes to uh, keep not only keeping our, our our music alive, keeping Toho alive, keeping the community alive, and to some extent, just keeping like the spirits of Dojin music alive. Did you just say Dojin spirit? Is that what you're referencing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just okay. okay. <laughs> uh, it's probably an inside joke, just like a select few out there, whatever. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's like really cool to see, you know, more collaboration. Like, obviously, the digital age is something to do with that. The fact that people can just hop on and talk to someone from halfway around the world and it doesn't really feel like it, you know? Like, I, it's it still surprises me to, like, every now and then be like, a voice call on discord or something and it's like oh yeah i'm from vietnam or oh yeah i'm from israel it was like holy cow it wasn't that al gore's intention for the internet i don't know i <laughs> didn't pay attention to things back then <laughs> uh for those out there who don't know that are too young to remember the joke that is al gore invented the internet don't put a date on me i don't appreciate that <laughs> hey that's still that's about up there with uh who what was it uh the the zodiac killer joke uh, who was his name it's like up there with that that uh, kind of joke sure hmm. it's like i put that on the same category but yeah. i do think that this is pretty this is a a pretty cool thing that we're starting to see and i'm hoping that more and more what i would call younger bands that are coming in or younger circles that are coming in kind of embrace this and keep us going because i feel like we're seeing a lot of like somebody somebody in chat earlier said like oh man feel real down about felt disbanding but i was soothed by liz triangle i mean we're seeing a lot of greats starting to go well that's the other thing right some of these circles have been around for so darn long at this point i mean oh, yeah. case in, like you need not look any further than to like see how long beat mario has been in this like it's kind oh of my insane gosh, beat mario has like, been in forever you know but here's the thing so 
And and I, I I saw this in the Cloud Hero community a lot when Unlucky Morpheus started popping up in uh, a lot of uh different uh track packs and it's always their like regular music not their toho stuff and they're like oh man check out this new band unlucky morpheus and like bro unlucky morpheus has been around for like eons undead corp has was doing so much regular toho music they were like the east new sound of toho music where it was two albums a year Comicat and Redisai, and then suddenly they put out a regular regular music album, and everybody's like, "Check out this new band!" I'm like, "Bro, I've been listening to them since 2012. What are you talking about, new?" Yeah, addressing chat here, Arani, yes, felt disbanded, but also Liz Triangle said they disbanded, but yet we have an album called Returner here. Um, Arani, please no. That said, oh geez, <laughs> yeah, the, the the foreground eclipse thing. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. On the other hand, felt did like like I have their last album. I have like the book, the details, uh, all what is it like thirty four, thirty something uh, albums that they published before that. Um, like every single one, and then I have their last album start. So, which is interesting. Like it, it's an interesting title for an album that's meant to be your circle's last album because really just what that means is it's a new beginning like it's the start of something else you know oh i love it when bands do this i love it so much when they put out their last album and it's like oh this is the start of a new beginning i remember uh what was the band that uh i recently got into oh brand of sacrifice mm. uh if you don't know brand of sacrifice is like the biggest deathcore band next to lorna shore but um, also are anime nerds, and all of their music is about the the, the manga Berserk. Oh, okay. and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Brand of Sacrifice used to be another band called After Image. And uh, I loved After Image. They, it was probably one of the best like metalcore bands with a lot of clean vocals. It was so nice. But on their last album, they had just a, like a little like instrumental. And they just titled it after image and it was just like this was like after they all broke up and it was just like this was like the essentially the afterglow of what was after image because that last album was so good yeah all right shall we get into a couple more songs here we've got one from shibayan records off the album toho bossa nova 10 soliloquy after that something from caprice minstrel from their album irish pub 2 and so we'll cue this up here. We'll be back after these two songs here on Gensoki Radio Live number 117.
Zoki Radio Live number 117. We're back here with Lunar and DMJ. And is DMJ around? You okay? Yep, I'm here. I'm sorry. I was, focus- <laughs> I was focusing on something. I was typing something in- into a search bar. Uh-huh. Well, welcome back. And no. welcome back us to uh, the station. Uh, one thing I didn't mention from last time, we were, I was going to talk about this a bit, but you had mentioned... The thing that listen parties are becoming more of a thing. It's it's becoming more of a thing, but like it's weird. It's a weird thing to get into. Let me uh, let me start off by mentioning that uh, when Hegon Daybreak released seasons, they also had a listen party that was in their Discord server, and they made a whole event out of it. So yeah, and. I actually love the idea of listening parties. Like I said, I've been listening to uh, a lot of uh, Nick Nocturnal uh, listen, uh, Nick Nocturnal, and he has like these Friday night listening parties where he goes through all of the new music. Hmm. And I was thinking, so it might be something really cool to do for GR at some point in the future. Was maybe and we just like grab an album and we just do an album listening party and it's just us we can it's almost like a commentary on the on the album just us talking about the music and just jamming out with all the the people in chat yeah i mean i can see that coming from an artist but i don't know if that really makes sense for us like these live shows are kind of the way that uh, i mean of course this can change i'm not saying that it's a no but uh the way that we do it now anyway is that to introduce new songs new albums new circles even uh these live shows are kind of how that ends up happening a lot of the time sometimes sometimes it'll just show up in the rotation if it's like an older album uh you know from like years ago but for a lot of the newer stuff we'll sort of have it specifically for the live show first before it goes into regular rotation yeah and i I, but i was thinking you know maybe we might have like a requests or something Mm -hmm. where we have we have like the chat requesting stuff that we got in our database that we can throw up and just you know it's kind of like everybody contributing yeah i'd rather not maybe we find some new stuff you know (laughs) i'd rather not get sick but no, seriously, um, I guess the other technical challenge is like, if we were to do something like that in Discord, uh, there's this quality aspect to it, right? So you've got, mm-hmm. like, by default, if I were to stream something to you, I can just turn up this dial and you hear the sound. But yeah. Um, but if we do that on Discord, like, it's it's a mono sound, you're not hearing the like the full effect of the song. And uh, that's something you can address through like a Discord bot. Um, our like the the previous Gensoki Radio Discord bot that we had uh, was able to broadcast in stereo, so we could technically set something up where that's able to like do like sort of this offshoot stream. I'm saying it's technically possible. It'd be a little bit of work on the side, but like, and for I, I don't just hmm. Folks out there, Discord folks, out in Discord, if you're not on Discord, I didn't say this before, uh, discord.gg slash Gensokyo, you can join us over there. We are a partnered Discord server. Come join us for chat during these shows. We do these shows once a month. Uh, we also do stage events, uh, or we call them meetups these days, um, once a month as well. And there's always something going on in between, something that we're talking about or things that we're updating or all that good stuff. So join us over there now and stick around for the, uh, the other things. But 
Um, yeah, folks in Discord, what, what, what would you think of a listen party? Something to preview perhaps upcoming music, maybe not from a single album, but from perhaps, say, like when we get a new batch or something for, for folks, so we can say, hey, you know, we're going to preview some of the things that we've recently picked up and we'll see what you think you know yeah like just like and maybe even just have it be our first ever impressions on on whatever we pick up because there trust me there is a lot of music sitting here that i have never heard before and i would love to have somebody you know be like yeah i want to hear your your first impressions yeah like raw uncut yeah. full emotion yeah so we could could maybe do something like that kind of ping the community a little bit more to see what folks think um but initial initial responses right now looks like folks would probably be interested so yeah yeah i i love the idea of listening parties it's it's like uh, it's i i remember somebody saying like the reactor is the new radio when it comes to music reactions there's a lot music reactions are huge on youtube so there's a lot of people that just go to a reactor and that's kind of like how they uh introduce themselves to new music the reactor it sounds it sounds so much more industrial than it actually is it actually is though and that's like <laughs> super dumb to think about <laughs> because the music industry just seeds them these albums and just be like they they have them part like they have like YouTube and TikTok reactors as like part of their marketing scheme for albums nowadays. Okay. Which is kind of like cringe to think about, but at the same time it's, it makes 100% I mean, marketing it's, sense. Yeah, it's marketing, right? That's just how it's done these days. It's like the hit it's like it's like uh what was it? The the Steve Buscemi meme where he's standing there and he's got the backwards hat, the skateboard. He's like, what's up, my fellow kids? <sighs> DMJ, I'm going to struggle with this for time immemorial. Uh, some folks, depending on who you ask, say that if you're not on TikTok, are you really marketing? Like, are you an, are you a someone? I don't want to touch the app with the 10 foot pole. Personally. I don't want to touch it either. Uh, and I'm sad that it's taking over absolutely everything. I pretend it doesn't terror. exist, except for the fact that my parents will sometimes talk about it at dinner. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> could you imagine? Could you, like, this is just such, it's such a, a, a thing, because it's just like, if you're into music, you have to know of TikTok. TikTok is just like omnipresent and I hate it. <laughs> I hate the fact that it's just like, and then you know what TikTok's done? Developed YouTube shorts. It's like, yeah. I thought vines, I thought vines Ooh. were like dead and somehow TikTok brought vine back. Yeah. It's like vines dead, long live vine. Like what? Yeah. It's just got a new <laughs> exactly. name now. Yeah. It just got a new name with a, with a new uh, corporate overlord, yeah, you new, know, new, it's new, just... new corporation, new people, new developers, new everything. Like the old people gone, like the irrelevant. Vine's the new Vine. I mean, TikTok. I mean, Shorts. I mean, uh, Instagram. I mean, what? Everyone's doing There's... this. Why is it? <laughs> and, and, and what was it? I was watching. Since I'm watching a lot of Nick Nocturnal, I noticed like like the number one song on there is just this random Arctic Monkeys song that everybody plays on guitar and everybody like praises them as being like the best like the best thing ever seen and i'm just sitting here like 
there, there's way better content out there on the internet. Have you ever checked out Gensokyo Radio? Have you ever checked out our Discord? Have you ever checked out our merch? Uh, I mean, <laughs> there's better content out there, people. I mean, I, uh, I mean, there. <laughs> let me get this straight, right? There, there are more seasoned content creators who do specifically content. I myself am primarily a developer supporting this giant thing that we've all been listening to for the last decade and change but we do content as well we do these live shows we do meetups we're really trying to push that as well and honestly i'm very happy that anyone listens to us so yeah yeah but i mean but but you hmm? hold on same just put something in chat that my mind just like hooked on for alternative for a world lunar becomes the voiceover guy for tiktok does tiktok have a voiceover guy i don't know I but don't i know really T- saying what what are you talking about what, what do you mean explain saying anyway we, we might hear back from them soon or not I, who knows but i really really I'm not happy about it. Oh, hold on one second. It's like, I, I imagine that it's some like splash screen thing where it's like every video ends with some dude saying, TikTok. Like, I, I don't know no, how no, it no. works. I've I never think, used I think it's like the, it's, I think it's like that robot voice everybody uses. Droid. Yeah, the CGI <laughs> voice overlay. Oh my God. Oh man. I swear, one of these days when it starts actually be getting to the point where it's like, they get famous robots to do that like they get the robots from uh the attack of the clones roger roger <laughs> they bring them in to do that i will i will officially be like and tiktok is the most cringe platform ever well if i mean hmm. i mean there's probably more cringe platforms out there but that that if, one would take if it you're, i mean i mean if you're not playing roblox are you an actual gamer wait i thought deve- i thought roblox was for people who want for children that want to develop things that are really cool and then it's also for investors to to ogle the stocks because oh my gosh as soon as my dad like i overheard him saying that in one of his investment meetings i'm like holy cow this is a neck this is a new what is happening anymore it's like when they bring up metaverse and i just every time i hear metaverse my eyes roll into the back of my head i start getting like abnormally upset because it's just like, how are these companies pushing metaverse so hard when it doesn't exist yet? I vote we cap. Okay, Sane says I vote we capture Lunar and up- upload his voice into the internet eternal. Yes, I have a hundred plus live shows where you can do that. I guess technically, I'm and- gonna voice trade a robot oh. at this point. Also, see any content creator out there. Although, um. What really is prime material are the meetups because there's no background music or anything on those. It's just a lot of me talking. Oh no, <laughs> so. I actually had a. There's a corridor digital video where they actually show you how to do this. Oh. To make you uh, make a vocal deep fake. You remember when we had Overcoat from Toho Tuesday on? And he said, like, we told him up front as we tell all of our guests, hey, by the way, we record these and we also record a voice only copy um, at studio side. So just letting you know up front, let us know, like, are you okay with this? Do you have a problem with this? And I remember him saying, so long as you don't make a sock bot. And a sock bot was the thing that, like, his friend called the thing where he took clips of Overcoat's voice and made a soundboard or a bot or something that basically made Overcoat say whatever he wanted. That was the sock bot. 
Didn't we do that with Sean, though? I mean, I didn't make him say anything. Anything. Yeah, it was just Although, literally just voice clips. The closest I've uh, the closest I've been to making something that does that are occasionally what was it? Like way back then we had for some episodes like a preview trailer. You can actually hear some of them on the uh, the volume 1 disc of Consecurity Behind the Scenes. Uh, we have that up on Bandcamp by the way, but uh, yeah, I've made a, a small handful of those, and they're quite fun to make. They're also really time-intensive, in because I have to go back into those aforementioned voice-only copies and, like, find the clips of those things being said. So, oh, yeah. But uh, oh, but man. but the product is often worth it, so... Mm. Yeah. Uh, right, I suppose it's that time. Let me pull up a couple queries here. We'll get some countries and listeners in. Uh, if you haven't already, you have a few seconds probably to log in and, well, okay, on the website and associate your account with your user. Anyway, it's too late. Right now we've got folks listening from Australia, Austria, Canada, <laughs> France, Germany, Hungary, Japan, South Korea, uh, Kyrgyzstan, Pakistan, Russia, Spain, Sweden, Ukraine, the UK, and the US. And we also have a small subset of our listeners. We have far more listeners than this. I don't know why the, this list ends up being so short, but right now we've got Arani, Bread Sniffer, Chris One, DMJ, General Coolman, uh, Jimajas Seven, Kamikaze Boater, Kazarkin Sasser, Kotario, Miles JA, Nira, and Wanamingo. Well, thank you all for listening this evening. Like I said, just makes me. Please just punch that anyone is listening uh, live or to our podcasts. I mean, to, to be real, like to be realistic, I'm pretty sure that far more people listen to our podcasts than they do these live programs. For some reason, I think it's a combination of like scheduling events on Discord, which they really want to be a thing and they really want people to use it. But like in practice. Like, it, it seems great in theory, because I just set up a, an event and, and all the details for it and set up a time. And if I look over on our Discord channel right now, it's got a thing in the upper left corner next to the server banner. It says, happening now, and so carry live number 117 Indigo. That's great. In practice, though, a lot of folks don't get reminded about events that they say they're interested in through Discord, which is really frustrating. And, like, uh. I, I think they've... I think it's better now than it was when this was first a thing, but I don't think all the people get them still. It's it's kind of like the last uh, meetup that we did. We scheduled the stage event in Discord that you know we do meetup events through stages in Discord, and we set up an event, and then the event fired off, and it was supposed to mention. I think that was an ad. Everyone, we do those pretty rarely, so it's is what it is. But we want people to to join and listen, so we that that fires off, and I think it took a full minute before anyone showed up. It was just myself and DMJ sitting in that channel, and we're like, "What happened? Where is everyone?" It was really weird. Yeah. It, took, it took a. It was like, complete. It was very delayed. So. What's funny is Ronnie's in chat. And he's like, he's sitting there, sitting in the kitchen fixing my food, and I think, isn't it time for the listener shout out? Yes. And I'm just thinking, Ronnie's sitting there, not even looking at the clock. He just has a feeling, like a, like a spidey sense, like countries and listeners. Yeah. So I mean, we we did we did start a, a little bit late this evening, but uh, you know that's why we try to try to center it in the center of the show rather than like the technically the top of the hour where it would normally be if we start at the top of the hour you know how it is so 
Uh, yeah, and you know, one of the reasons for, for that we'll, we'll talk about in a bit here, probably after this next song here, but uh, we've got stuff to talk about in terms of, oh gosh, we haven't even gotten to games yet, DMJ. Oh no, we have not gotten to games. This is what happens when we go, this is what happens when we go off script, when we're just like, we cast the document to the side. It's, okay, first... I guess we got to push some music aside here. This is kind of important. Steam Summer Sale is on. So I was about to say, isn't it? Isn't it the Grand Steam Holiday going on? A lot on right of Toho fan games are on sale right now on Steam, and we'll we'll tell you those as well as some of the new games that were published. Um, uh, gosh, let me let me just take a a short break here. We'll play one, maybe two songs. We'll come right back and we'll start talking about these games and get these out of the way. So. Right now we've got something from Tumaneko, is that it? Hold on, what is the what is the circle here? No, this is Sheen Rabancho. After that is something from Tumaneko. And we'll be back right after this and get so here to live number 117.
here on Gensou Security Live number 117, Lunar and DMJ. We've got a couple of things game-related to talk about, both relevant to Steam. So every month we talk about new games that come out on Steam, that's new fan games, any new official games that come out if there are any. Uh, there, I think, was a couple months ago, but uh, right now we've got... Uh, looks like a couple of new fan games, but the larger thing is going to be all of the other fan games that are on sale right now because of the Steam sale. But first, let's get through new games. So, uh, we, DMJ likes to, I mean, I kind of lean on DMJ for this a little bit, but the first one we have in our list is something called Toho Crisis. And this is interesting. Um, it is a Time Crisis arcade-like if any of you remember Time Crisis from an arcade, it's one of those where you've got like the plastic firearm that you, you pick up and you like shoot off screen to reload and that kind of thing. It's that style of game. Also, it's free. So you have no excuse not to try this out. Uh, and I did I did write that this was in the six Toho Game Jam. Oh, is it? Okay. It's a Game Jam game that it made is. its way to Steam. They polished it. Well, that's cool. Very nice. All right. Was it? I don't think there's many Toho Game Jam games that make its way to Steam, do they? Um, I mean, some of them have, but you're right. The majority probably don't. So that's cool to see. Um, yeah. If, gosh, how else do I describe it? I mean, the, the way I described it's pretty, pretty simple, I guess. It's um, on the it's on the nose. It's exactly it's what it says on the tin. It yeah. is Toho Time Crisis. And if if you don't if you, if you don't know what Time Crisis is, I mean. I don't know, maybe you've never been to an arcade, or maybe there was never one there, I, I don't know, but anyway, I'll, I'll put a link in general so folks can, can see what I'm talking about, uh, and uh, go check it out, it's, again, it's free, so yeah, try it out. It's got two players, it's both, it's interesting, it ha I think it has both online co-op and offline co-op. Uh, you're right, yeah, it does have a, I think it's a co-op, there's also a versus or head-to-head -head mode, which, mm -hmm. which is honestly... I, I don't imagine they had that functionality in the game when they, like, after the 72 hours for the game jam, but, uh, yeah, uh, for a free game, even, like, heck, you know, that's pretty cool. I, I would definitely try this out with someone. So. Also, I I love the, the update image. If you look down at the bottom, it's just Marissa pointing a gun at you, mm. the, 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 the glowing eyes. Yeah. You're right. Oh, it's perfect. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. Um, other, let's see. Uh, we had one other game on here. Toho Bloomling? Blooming. Is it is it Bloomling or Blooming? Blooming. It. Okay. Yeah, I think it got a little uh, okay. messed up in the dock. Got I think it. I might have. Okay. Might have fat fingered that one. Uh, <laughs> I, okay. Uh, initial impression here. I kind of like the art. Uh, what's this about, DMJ? You looked at this. Okay. So this is like a roguelike game. I'm not. It's. I don't see a lot of stuff for it. So I'm. So I'm kind of basing it off the screenshots and what I see. But it's a roguelike game. It looks like you go through. You're playing as um, Kokoro. You're trying to go through and fight bosses and you gain uh there's like uh four emotions that you fight with each one has like a different like 
ability, so you have joy, uh, anger, which anger lets you, the more you attack, the more damage you deal. Sorrow, it's got like a shield that blocks attacks and, and turns it into damage. Hmm. And then you have happiness, which is like a knockback, but I think joy is just like standard like hack and slash kind of deal. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, it looks really interesting, but what caught my eye about it is they talked about how this was like like it's got a parry system and like in the in the middle of the fight it's more like a dance and less like a just beat them until they die okay so i kind of like that idea cool I like that idea in games yeah um the so again as mentioned there this is a planned game which uh we tend not to talk too much about because we'll eventually end up bringing it up in the future anyway but the yeah the art style is pretty cool the concept looks pretty neat uh, they got a demo out that's the other uh, thing. They, they do have a demo so that's worth mentioning um i just looking through the description here under the setting this is a game about loneliness self-discovery and peering to others intense emotions kokoro is a mask Tsukumogami with many bottled up emotions but she cannot express them on her own face all living creatures express joy, sorrow, anger, and happiness at the advance of, or at the advice of a friend, Kokoro reflects on her life's journey so that's kind of, you take those four emotions, they become game mechanics and uh, the rest is, well, something to be discovered so, the cool. way that you said this game is about loneliness the way you said that almost sounded like something they would have said in Stanley's parable this is a this. game about loneliness. Yep. I need to go. I need to play the the the, the updated version. I do. I love Stanley Parable. It's such yeah. a good game. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a classic at this point, right? So. Cool. And then we got. Now we got to go. Just so many games on sale. Steam Summer Sale. So, uh, these are not all of the games on sale. These are just some of the games that ended up catching my eye. We'll kind of go through these relatively quickly. So, um, I think the first one on here, we've seen, uh, it's a bundle, actually, so there's four games part of this bundle. It's called the Toho Project Fan Game Bundle from, uh, Phoenix. That's Phoenix with two X's. And, I, what is that, the, that's, uh, the publisher. Okay, cool. So, uh, the four games it comes with, uh, they are Toho Mechanical Scrollery, Genso Skydrift, Gensokyo Defenders, and Azure Reflections. It is 61% off for a sticker price of $25.62. Uh, to briefly summarize what these games are, Toho Mechanical Scrollery is basically a 3D adventure game. Genso Skydrift is, uh, I know we've talked about this before, it's that Mario Kart Double Dash-like. It's a racing game. Uh, that one looks kind of fun. I'm pretty sure I have it. I've played it before. Um, we've got Gensokyo Defenders, which is a 3D tower defense game. And Azura Reflections, which is a more classic curtain fire game. It's a side-scrolling thing. I think it's left to right rather than like you as the character at the bottom and the boss at the top or whatever. Mm -hmm. We have, uh, ooh, speaking of tower defense games, we've got Toho Monster TD. The TD stands for Tower Defense. It is 60% off for about uh, $7.59. And yeah, it's a pretty decent discount, actually, I'm looking at that. That's cool. Um, seen a couple couple people try this out um it looks pretty fun tower defense um that's pretty much all you need to know it's toho themed it's kind of kind of 3d styled i mean it's got like a nice sort of 
look filtering whatever going on with them <laughs> anyway uh, i haven't tried it on myself so i can't really say a whole lot about that one but uh, we've got toho scarlet curiosity it's 8.99 it's 40 percent off right now that's a 3d a sort of a third person adventure game a 3d adventure game we've got toho gensokyo visitor that is a whopping $1.99. It's 50% off right now. And it's basically a visual novel format game. So take that as you will. We also have Toho Dreaming Butterfly. It's $2.24. Bit of a weird number, but uh, it's 85% off its normal price of $14.99. So that one could be worth a look. Let's, um, I want to open this up and remind, let's see. Uh, so this kind of looks like another sort of side-scrolling, curtain-fire type game. Uh, it um, looks full-screen, widescreen. It's um, it's pretty, you know, kind of like Toho games are uh, in curtain-fire format, so there's that. But um, yeah, it's it's a 85% off, so if you are into curtain-fire games, that could be worth a look, for sure. Uh, we've also got... You want to take the take it from here or are you trying to write something <laughs> i'm trying to write okay. something there's another game all right, all right. That popped up i'll, I'll keep going with it uh, we've got toho phantasm dream it is 5.99 or 50 percent off that one is kind of more of a classic curtain fire game it is your sort of you are at the bottom bosses and foes are at the top kind of thing it is formatted uh, much in the vein of any of the other classic uh, curtain fire toho project games the official games although this one is a fan game we have oh here's an here, this is one that's kind of unique uh sono higurashi versus toho universe it is 249 or 50% off uh if zara were here he would also remember this but it is a retro arcade style 1v1 fighter type I game i remember this game it's got the photorealistic <laughs> photorealistic cosplay fighters they are the characters From, hold up and it's and it's a fighter where it's toho characters mm -hmm. versus higurashi characters mm -hmm. <laughs> it looks so funny and, and i love it so i don't much. i don't i'm not really sure why fans put these two ips together like it's happened multiple times to the point where like I, i've actually received uh a box of primarily Toho works, like some of the older works that you can't get from stores anymore. And sometimes there's like one or two Higurashi albums thrown in there. And I'm like, I don't get this, but apparently a lot of uh, like, there's just like fan crossover with these two things. So that's a thing, I guess. Also, isn't, um, isn't your, your SO like a fan kind of as well? I, I'm pretty yeah. sure you said at one point, Hey, you have that album lunar. Let's like make a trade or let's figure this out because apparently she wanted that album. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> Igarashi's a big deal. Yeah, man. yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We've got the disappearing of Gensokyo. It is eighty percent off for two dollars and nineteen cents. It is another sort of three D adventure game. And then we also have this one that you have just thrown into the mix, so I have to go see what it's about. Ah, okay, I remember this one. Uh, Toho Ibunseki. Um, it is, looking here, kind of reminds me of, oh, I don't know if that's accurate though. It's an isometric, so like it's a 2.5D game. That's a giant dice. Um, it, okay, am I right in saying this is kind of like 100% orange juice or is it It's 100% orange juice mixed with Monopoly. Ah, uh, ooh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. 
And um, the reason why I brought this one up is it's on sale and it just got a brand new free update. Okay. Uh, which is Crime on the Toho Express. And it adds a new character, Pacholi Jr. Pacholi Jr.? <laughs> yeah, if you go click the update. Well, hold on. <laughs> Pacholi Jr. and Crime on the Toho Express. Clicking the thing. Okay, so find the criminal on the Toho Express. There's only one truth. Is this the same thing? Uh, um, I am. Uh, you might be looking at... I think there's two updates here in this. Uh, there's two, there's two two of them. One's the announcement, and one's the actual update. Uh, okay. So where where's the update then? Recent events, recent events, and uh, announcements. It's just below the DLC header, and then you'll see two of them where it says announcement, new stage, and then free update one. I am actually not sure where this is. Here, I'll do... Hey, it's now in English, so that was a thing. I guess that wasn't a thing before, but now it is, so bonus. Uh, that was how, last how time ago? we talked about it. Okay. Last time we talked about it, cool. it just got English. All right. Here, I'll go ahead and uh, push this to you real quick, because I already have it up. Boop. Boop. Okay, and where's this going? Staff. It's in staff. Okay, cool. Or at least I'm hoping this goes to staff. Let's take a look. So this just looks oh. like the store page. Okay, hold on. I figured it out. Sorry, I'm actually... I, that's the th one. This better be good. I'm not sure what I'm looking for here. Um, yeah, this is what I clicked on before. So, okay, I am I am the library of the immovable estate. I was on a trip with my girlfriend, Romelia, but when I woke up, I found myself becoming a chibi. So chibi, patchily, patchily junior. I don't... Yeah. Uh, okay. So this, is this just a new character? That they're yep. sort of so, shoehorning into this game, or another one. Yeah. Uh, that we already let's see. We are, we have now Petroli Junior. We have a pancake made uh, Yomu. Uh, they have a couple characters from like their original IPs. Uh, but yeah, the game's fun. Uh -huh. I actually play it. A, I played it a lot. Huh. I'm stuck on the uh, final boss, but it's got like a map editor, so you can like make your own maps. It's actually really entertaining. Okay. And I would love to do a game night with this game at some point. It uh, is. Yeah. It, it definitely has those like OJ frustration vibes. Yeah. I, I, like I think I've never got haven't gotten as mad at a game for bad luck than this game and the best part is they make that luck a, part, a game mechanic so it's just like you can manipulate it but you have to manipulate it right yeah fair enough you know this artwork at least like the what is it the cover art the main screen what am i trying to yeah it's like the menu screen um that artwork is very reminiscent of like well, I, I, it's probably not, but it reminds me of Ideolo a little bit. You have bright colors, yeah. you have clean lines, and that kind of thing. Oh, okay. and the album, the, the soundtrack to this game is amazing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it so is. this, so okay, so this is twenty percent off right now. It's fifteen dollars and nineteen cents, and it's got DMJ's recommendation. So, a hundred percent. This game is absolutely worth every penny hmm. and even the single player this like the storyline the story is pretty great even though it's like there's no dialogue whatsoever it's all like done in comic strips oh okay uh, you know that kind of reminds me like 
the way that, well, I know it's different, but you know how, like, Super Meat Boy does its storytelling? Yep. Where? It's exactly like that. Okay, interesting. Cool. All right, well, that is, and again, there are more games on sale, but those are some of the ones that caught our eyes. So now they are, uh, they have been received by your ears, hopefully, and maybe you'll decide to make a discounted purchase or two or three or more. I mean, you gotta get, you gotta give Gaben his money somehow. (laughs) He will get it whether you like it or not. He will extort your wallet. Well, not you, the wallet. Just, just the wallet. It's like, you know, you know, when, when, when Gabe, uh, has delivered Steam decks. I know you said you weren't going to mention this, but you know when he goes to like people's doors or like oh, he, yes. he went to some people's doors to, like to hand delivered or whatever. He's like, I'm not here for you. I'm here for your wallet. Yeah, that was basically what it was. It's like here's your Steam Deck. Now give me your money. Um, no, give I me mean, your the, money. The, uh, to be uh, perfectly honest, the Steam Deck will do that for him. It's just a way of automating that process of uh, you know, a. Qu- accosting your wallet or whatever (laughs) if you guys ever want to have a good time go on the steam deck reddit and just search up d brands uh d brands username they put up they're literally they it's so good they're the i love d brand now they're all time my new favorite company of all time oh boy not even for linus reasons just because of this Mm. they have gone on the steam deck reddit and are literally unabashedly and publicly stealing people's ideas for the new case for the Steam Deck and then calling themselves out for it. It's so funny. He's literally, they're literally like, and we stole this idea from this guy. Post a screenshot of the idea, stole it, and now we have a magnetic kickstand. That- and they're just, they're just straight up unabashedly stealing ideas and are hmm. just like, yep, we're doing that. Oh, it's so good. And they like make like whole posts, which if you have not read D brand's like newsletter, it is I don't subscribe to company newsletters. I think they're boring and awful, except for D brand. <laughs> just the one. <laughs> because they are just so good. Alright. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, I haven't uh looked too much in them. You know, speak speaking of being subscribed to like company emails or whatever you remember way back when when evga had their like gpu sign up thing you, you remember that yeah danger? i remember okay. i remember it took me a minute but it, yeah last week i got mine like after i've had my my 3080 for over a year at this point like i got it a long time ago like a couple winters ago or something it's like eh. oh my gosh yep and now there is finally one available for people who are in my spot in line. And I think I signed up for it probably, I want to say, two months after they were out or something. Two or three months. So it took a long time. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that's a thing. But uh, we've got a couple things we're going to get through here. Uh, we'll get through a little bit more music because there yeah hold on yeah uh because there's some stuff that we want to share as well so um we've got this one oh gosh how do i want to do this um i've so I, i'm a bit of a quandary i know we're not going to play all of these by the end but i think people probably want to hear 
uh, felt because some folks have mentioned, you know, hey, it's their last album, you know, they're disbanded or whatever they're whatever term they're using. So I'm going to grab this one from Felt. Uh, it's pretty energetic, and then we'll cool things down after that with something from uh, Hatsune Tamikos again. So. Uh, we'll do that, uh, these couple songs here, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some new station stuff. We'll talk about what Indigo is and why you might be interested in, uh, you know, learning more about that and participating. But um, yeah, more about that after this. So stick around. We'll be right back after this again. So you're live number 117. And waiting for the start to be free However still can't It seems like that takes time I've been wandering the sky for a long time While wishing for the truly Take you down to where the impressive I will do we can go
We're back here against Oki Radio Live number 117 this evening. It is Lunar and DMJ. And for once, DMJ has uh, had to talk me down from the ledge a little bit. Um, we're we're going <laughs> to talk about some more important things before I possibly get into a bit of a rant mode. Which, uh, let's be clear, I don't doesn't happen often, but can happen. So, <laughs> alright. This episode is titled Indigo because we have some really cool things around the corner. First of all, I want to explain some of the things that we've been working on at the station over the last couple weeks here. We've talked about this in some of the knowledge posts. We've detailed sort of where this comes from, where the idea comes from. Uh, we've talked about this as well in like way back last year when we started talking about this whole phases thing. Um, to go back to last year, phases started when we were looking into switching over from Shoutcast to Icecast. That was kind of the main drive there. And part of that was also overhauling our system to incorporate a more complex scheduling system. It's the reason why our station now has uh, sort of these trailers every couple of hours. We can do things that are a lot fancier than that, but that feature on its own, pretty darn fancy. Um, and something we couldn't have done before we incorporated that scheduler. But now that we use primarily Icecast, we use our new scheduling system, there's this other aspect to it. And I guess I should also mention that the reason we, we did any of that is because our station at the time was growing. We were getting more and more listeners. We needed a more consistent way to, to deal with things. And also, um, it was just time uh, in terms of using Shoutcast or Icecast or whatever, you know, it's, um, gosh, I hearken back to that one episode of the Overcoat, again, mentioning him again, where he called us Shoutcast using casuals. And uh, still have mixed feelings about that, but the way that we used Shoutcast was a lot more, like, we'd customized a lot of stuff. Uh, Icecast provides much of the same functionality, but it's open source, which has actually been kind of useful in some ways, um, which I might get into in a bit. Uh, anyway, so now we use Icecast, we have this new scheduling system, and phase three was getting it so that for for as useful or not as this may be, um, doing sort of a multi-regional system. Uh, listeners have said, some listeners, I, I I, I get this is probably not super useful or practical, but some listeners have said, hey, is it possible to get a server that's closer to where I am? Because some listeners apparently uh, have issues listening to the stream when they are halfway across the world. And in general, radio, like internet radio streaming, audio streaming, shouldn't really suffer from the issue of latency because there's a buffer so it'll you know feed you data over time latency is not really an issue generally but for some reason for reasons i you know can't explain or whatever uh, having something that's closer to some listeners can actually be helpful when listening to an audio stream so whatever so we're i, I looked into it and we deployed something and i've been working on basically fine-tuning the system over the last couple of weeks to get it so that you can use the existing endpoints at stream.gensokiradio.net to 
automatically connect to the region that is closest to you. You don't have to think about it at all. You can be completely oblivious to the fact that there even are regional servers. The system just works the way that it did before. You connect to the same endpoint and it will automatically forward you to the closest server in Europe or the closest server in Asia or wherever. And we have servers in Europe and Asia now. We're going to deploy another one in North America um, probably this next week here. The whole point is to do a couple of things. One, it's to satisfy those listeners who said, hey, a closer server might be better for me. Okay, whatever. Sure. That's cool. Uh, it also is not the worst thing because it satisfies this condition of like, we need you know, a way to be a little bit more scalable in case we need more bandwidth so having multiple servers and figuring out how to deploy a system that allows us to deploy even more if we need to in the future um, helps to solve part of that problem and the reason scalability is important in this case is because of bandwidth use now bandwidth use is going to be more of a thing that we're kind of paying attention to when we end up deploying indigo that is the title of this episode. And what Indigo is, is a brand new, to be released, it's not quite released yet, it's to be released membership system for Gensokyo Radio. It is basically a membership program. The same way that a lot of other sort of radio stations will, and like, I guess the closest analog I have to this is we have a local radio station here where I live that is a classical radio station they don't, and they don't really run ads they don't run traditional ads they'll i think occasionally they'll they'll mention like this or that here or there but they don't run like traditional radio advertising and certainly not like uh what we used to to, to run with with target spots back in sort of 2020 uh, early mid 2020 um we don't run ads like that anymore. We used to. We got rid of them because they aren't great at, pub at uh, paying their publishers and, and other reasons. So we don't really want to use an advertiser like that. It's easier to do something like what the local radio station here does is they have this membership thing and they say, you know, if you are a member, you get certain perks, you do you know, this and that and the other. Um, but obviously this is going to go in tandem with a couple of things here so if i list what streams we have available to listeners right now the regular listener for free and again i'm going to make this clear right now gensoki radio will always be free in some way for listeners uh you will always be able to listen to what we have here for free so we're not going to monetize the whole thing that, that'd be stupid and i'm not for that but for those who do want to support, you can get something extra. Now, stuff that I'm about to list is for everyone right now. So we have our traditional 128 kilobit per second MP3 stream. We've had that ever since the station's very beginning, the start in 2011. Uh, we also, in 2020, made available a 64-bit kilobit per second Opus stream. Uh, I think at the time it used to be AAC, but basically the idea is that it's good for mobile connections or low bandwidth connections. And then we also published a 256 kilobit per second MP3 stream. For those people who would like to still use MP3 or listen on older devices, but they have more bandwidth. They're not on a mobile device maybe, or maybe they are and they just want higher quality, whatever the case may be. With Indigo, if you're a member, you will also get access to our new lossless streaming endpoint. 
and lossless streaming, uh, I think there, there's a number that's thrown out there if you look at, say, oh gosh, what, what is, what is the, what is that lossless streaming, um, there's, there's like a, a Spotify competitor that does lossless, what are they called? Uh, title. Title, yeah. So, um, title lists FLAC, like the FLAC format is, is 1,411 kilobit per second, but the reality is that FLAC never really goes quite that high because it's compressed but it's still lossless. So in reality, it ends up being closer to like 900 to 1,000 kilobits per second. Uh, so there's that. But the point is that it's lossless. It is basically the best quality audio that you can get. It is the same audio quality that you would get if you were listening directly to the CD. And that's the idea. Of course, the thing with that is, like I've just said before all of this, uh, we need to make sure that we have bandwidth demand covered, like we are, we are bandwidth supply anyway, so we're able to to be able to serve any listeners who want to connect to that endpoint. And so being able to be scalable with regional servers and all that stuff helps to that end. But for anyone who's concerned about you know higher operating costs, we actually like internally we got rid of one of our existing sort of medium-sized servers and we replaced it or we're going to replace it with three small sized servers and believe it or not this ends up being roughly the same price so our costs haven't really changed with making things regional um and obviously practicality aside because I, I know people are again i've mentioned it it's not so helpful with the latency thing it's streaming audio whatever but it's been great for me as a developer and as a, as a web developer and as the system admin for, for GR to learn how some of this stuff works. Like, it's actually been really fascinating to learn on that side of things. And that's what these last couple of weeks have been, is sort of fine-tuning things, getting things set up and ready to go for use by the world, wherever you are out there. So with this, we've got regional servers, uh, folks who are... Um, member or get an indigo membership will also have a i think we're gonna probably change this a little bit it's a little bit in flux i don't have anything really posted on our website yet but uh, for those of you here um, it's either going to be like a priority listener slot or i think what we'll probably end up doing is i, I notice right now we've noticed in actually years past that sometimes we'll get a bunch of duplicate listeners and that's not super ideal um we actually tag them as duplicates in the system to be like hey this person has like five or six or 11 or 20 connections it's like it kind of gets dumb um there was one point in time i think i posted this on twitter where we had like this massive spike it got into like several thousands and it was pretty much all the same ip address just connecting a bazillion times i was like okay we got to put a cap on that and there's a way to do that and so there's a way to do that in the system now that didn't exist before because again we switched everything out in the last year year and a half or so and uh, so i think with indigo we'll probably say if you have that then don't worry about it you can connect if like say for like one of my favorite examples of this is like if you have a smart speaker that's connected and you like want to have it connected in multiple rooms or multiple devices or whatever like you can do that but i think it does generate multiple connections so that's a thing anyway the the biggest thing here is the lossless streaming benefit that's what we've been kind of mentioning about uh, we mentioned it earlier this year 
um, and now it is just around the corner. So uh, you'll also get a Discord badge roll, just some cosmetic thing to say, hey, I'm, you know, a member because because people like warm fuzzies like that, you know. So that's a thing. You get a lanyard. You that's get- pretty much what you get. You get a lanyard on on the, on the GR Discord. Yeah. <laughs> we well, you know, we've we've got some stuff other than lanyards i mean we, we don't we don't actually have lanyards believe it or not like i looked into this years ago but custom lanyards are actually really kind of expensive to get you have to buy them i know in, it's like, you have to buy them in bulk and like the, I know. the minimum order is like 250 and like if you're not having an actual convention event or something why why would you need that you know in the bulk price is like you're ordering a thousand or something like that yeah, it's like yeah. stupid high amounts for bulk orders of lanyards mm-hmm. yeah Okay, uh, so there are a couple of outstanding questions. Folks are going to want to know when is this going to be available, and also how much, because it is a more premium thing. It's a membership. We uh, have some things in the future that we can't talk about yet that we would like to not have to worry so much about capital. I know that our merch store and the things that we sell over there have helped a bit, but um as it stands right now we're actually very strapped for cash so we're just kind of keeping the lights on and that's about it um i mean especially with like a recent music purchase and stuff so um so with all that said the launch date for indigo is going to be july 1st that's next friday and the price it's going to be a sort of monthly thing is the same price as you would find uh as like a twitch subscription or any of those for 99 so that's gonna be that if you want i i and for for some people have just to give you a bit more context here some people over the years have said hey i i don't really like i'm not super interested in buying merch per se you know like maybe they have all the t-shirts or whatever but they're like hey i just want a way to support you guys like is there a way for me to donate and for most of the time that we've been in operation, I, mean, I think early on we accepted donations, but we haven't for years uh, because it, it gets a little bit weird for tax reporting purposes. Um, but this kind of opens up a similar option uh, again that we just haven't had before. If you want to help us keep the lights on, support generally speaking, all that stuff. And these days, it's not just a straight donation. You actually get something for it, you know, a couple things at least. And uh, yeah, that'll be out there uh, next Friday. So look forward to that. Um, That said, uh, I did mention actually that Icecast being open source is kind of helpful. The way, and I've obviously I've been testing this out. DMJ tested this out months ago during one of our meetup events, I think. Like I had you connect to it, like you entered like a username and password and stuff. So DMJ has actually tried this out. And um, the, when you connect, it's like, say you have like VLC open or something. Um, And this doesn't work in every program, but a lot of them with like, if you connect in Chrome or VLC or whatever, a lot of them will have a pop-up window that says, hey, enter a username and password. And this is how you log in and sort of authenticate uh, as a as a as an Indigo member, so the <laughs> there's a hex code. Thanks, one Amigo. Um, with Icecast because it's open source, like by default, that window says, "Hey, you're connecting to Realm," and then it'll say, "By default, it's just the Icecast version number or something boring like that." So I can actually go in 
and change that line in the code, recompile it so now it says Indigo by Gensokia Radio. So it's actually a branded authentication like box in whatever program you're opening. So I don't know, like just as a dev, that's like kind of cool to see that that worked out. Um, I think I posted a I posted a redacted version of that window to some of the patrons, and um, yeah, I'll grab it here in a second. But um, yeah, for those of you in our Discord server, again, discord.gg/gr. Um, that's kind of what it is. Uh, again, I had posted this like a week ago for folks, and I hadn't announced the name yet, so the, the, the word indigo is covered, but now you know, so. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, um, that's going to be out there. That's about what I got uh, for that. Um, there are a couple other store things. Um, I guess we I've, I've been testing some new products behind the scenes related to indigo, so we'll have... At least, uh, actually, th no, this is brand new. Um, we'll have a shirt that's available. I'm actually wearing the sample for the Indigo shirt right now. Um, it's pretty neat. It's comfortable. It's the same same materials as other shirts, so it's it's soft um, and it's a color that we've never um, printed on before. It's kind of like a oh gosh, how would I describe this? It's um, it's like a bluish color, except. Um, different? How? It's not like a heather blue. It's like a faded blue, but it's not yeah, a light color. Blue. It's like, but it's also not a dark color. Like, it's really difficult to describe. Maybe that's why I chose the color because indigo is. <laughs> it's not indigo. Like, it's not a purple color. It's more of a blue. But, um, but like, I remember being told as a kid, like, yeah, indigo is like that color that no one really knows what it is. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why I chose it. Um, yeah, but um, mentioning that, we also have, or we will have, our first hat. Uh, and I, I posted on on Father's Day uh, not that long ago. Was it last weekend, technically? Hat. Yeah. Um, Seismic's actually replied in, uh, to a tweet that I put out there. It said, hey, uh, here's a dad cap for all the dads out there. Happy Dad's Day. And it was a, and it's sitting over in my, my samples box right now. This is, this is what we do behind the scenes. We test some things out. Um, it is, and I don't know if we'd actually sell this. It's a pink hat. It's a pink baseball cap with a gray and white Gensoki Radio logo on it, just on the front. Like, it's not super creative, but... I don't know. Let me know if you want one. Um, maybe we'll put those out there. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then the other thing is, uh, for Indigo, we actually will have a snapback. Now, I don't personally wear snapbacks, but I know that there are folks out there that would, and the sample that we got is really cool. It is. Uh, it uses a puff print embroidery process, so it's one of those like really raised um, letterings. It's really cool, uh, like to the feel. It's also got the GR logo on the right side. Um, it's really cool. I, I like it. Uh, we'll have more photos of that available within the next week here. So, um, so those two things will be out there as well. And then, <laughs> what? I'm just is indigo an indignant color? Yeah. Well, and then somebody posts this thing, and I don't get it. But it's like in indignity. Indignity. It's, it's just valid. a bunch of empty boxes oh and then there's that rant thing that dmj said hey lunar you probably shouldn't do that first you should probably do that second but technically we can end the show here if we want <laughs> so. yeah, technically we can end on a good note because i really i just sent you those numbers because i just 
I found it very interesting. Because based on that, the numbers we were talking about earlier, that's not good. <laughs> that's not a good number. Is <laughs> is 0.33 cents actually the most realistic number? I would assume so, because I would assume it's based on probably either how long you've been on the platform or how long... It might actually be like a like a sales threshold. That's how a lot Possibly. of that's like that's how a lot of places do it. For context here, because I know we just jumped into this, um, we're talking about how much some it's based on monthly listeners have actually made from Spotify, um, and also the reason why we still encourage folks to buy al- like physical albums uh, despite digital being available. Because for again, this is going to get into its whole thing, but. For independent artists, having like immediate capital from an, an album sale is a lot more useful than having sales over a long amount of time. Uh, you had mentioned that, uh, what was it? That one album it had like, like some of the songs had a thousand plays or something, except one which had twenty thousand plays. Uh, that was history begins. Okay. I haven't even crunched those numbers yet. Okay. <laughs> So the one song you said had 20,000, and if we multiply that by 0.0033 cents, that's, hold on, I did the wrong direction. That's a multiply, not divide. Um, what the heck? That's $66? 0.33, is, is that right? 0.033. 0, 0.03. So no, that that'd be three point three cents. Hold on, wait a minute. Let me double check. Zero point zero zero three three. Yeah, so that's sixty six dollars. Okay. For so whatever. So so not maybe not maybe not terrible. Whatever. But most now, you most, also most of the can... most of the songs on that album have a thousand plays. You said right? Yeah, just a thousand. Now and that's that's take gonna into consideration be three dollars and thirty cents. For a thousand, like, how many people wait, listened to that's that? That's paid. That's that's how much the songs paid out. That's not how much it's making them. That's how much it's currently paid out. Ah, uh, right. And then the other thing is that with Toho Digital Music Distribution in the middle somewhere, they take a cut. They probably take a cut, which means so that numbers I sent you are a lot more accurate on the second one with Takamachi Wa because they are a verified artist on Spotify and that they are, there is no middleman they are going straight through DistroKid so they already pay their 10 bucks no, okay wait, wait wait you say straight through DistroKid does DistroKid take a cut they take a $10 uh they take a $10 subscription fee they don't take like off the top okay so let's think about this for a second if if Takamachi Walk that doesn't what in the world well okay so that that song has a lot more plays though for yeah, empty yeah it's got yeah so maybe it makes sense for them, but for some of these, where they they're they're only making what is it twenty thousand? That's about sixty six dollars. So I mean, fractional like as a percentage, that is more than ten percent of the entire what that song made for that month. Like that just seems like a really terrible idea. That that kind of thing actually is the reason why we don't use Shopify for our store because their minimum price to use their system is $30 a month. There are some months we don't make $30 in profit. So like, you know, it's not worth it. That's why we have our own system. 
anyway, I'm just yeah. Uh, that, that was a thing. That was a I thing. Was, um, it was a it was a thing. We, I just find Spotify's payout per per listen awful, and it makes me sad and upset, and I wish it would change, but I know it will never will. Yeah, tis what it is. Anyway, uh, enough about that. Thank you, all of you out there, for listening to this live show this evening, live number 117. We talked about music for once. We did talk about music, and we talked about, you know, the other stuff too, but music. Good stuff. We play music, right? You know that. The radio station. This is a music This is a music thing? This, I thought this was about Pokemon. This whole thing is a music. Oh, man, I'm at the wrong place. Bye, guys. All right, well, we'll see you later, DMJ. Well, <laughs> thanks to all the rest of you out there since we're heading out uh, for listening this evening. We will be back here next month as usual for another live show, another meetup event, and of course, next Friday, Indigo will have more information up on our website on gensocurity.net about that in a short while so go take a look at that when it's uh when when it's up and available that's gonna do it for now thanks for tuning in for dmj i am lunar we'll talk to you next time till then